0: Host Michael Hoyou. Oh, yeah, you just joined the click, baby. I am your host, Michael Voyou, and welcome to the first ever episode of the Fantasy Click Podcast. Thank you for giving us an opportunity, and I promise it'll be one of your favorite podcasts that you'll ever listen to. Now, in today's episode, I have Click contributor Hisham Alshar joining us in a little bit to kick off the NFL Divisional Free Agency Roundup and talk about the NFC East. Now, before Hisham jumps on, I just want to talk to you about what you can expect from us at the click. Yes, this is mostly a fantasy football podcast, but we're here to talk about life too. So as we journey through this together, I hope you get to know more about us and through our social media and eventually our website, we'll get to know more about you. Obviously, it's April right now, so I'm not too sure what our distribution schedule is going to be for the next couple months, at least not yet, but come July or August, we'll be releasing episodes Monday through Friday, every week through the end of the season. Now, until then, because of COVID-19, we'll try to produce as much content as possible to give everyone something to listen to and talk about. And please, please, please stay home. This will only get better if we flatten the curve. And I'm mentioning to go outside as much as the next guy, but that can only happen if we all follow instructions. Now, what about projections? I mean, those are probably the most popular thing in regards to fantasy football and websites and podcasts like this. Well, those won't be available until June or July because, well, we want to give you the most accurate projections. And to do so, we need all the information we can get. Seeing how the NFL draft hasn't even happened yet, let alone OTAs or mini camps, any projections available right now for the 2020 season should be taken with a grain of salt. But when our projections do become available, I promise you're getting some of the most accurate projections on the market. I constructed the Voyu Vector projection system a few years ago, and if you're new to me, Well, all I can say is you're in for a treat and you made a great decision to be part of the click. But back to what we have planned for the foreseeable future. Like I said at the beginning of the show, we are doing divisional free agency roundups for the next eight episodes. So we're taking a look at what players each team added in free agency and how it could affect the 2020 fantasy football season. Today, we are doing the NFC East, and we have with us a very special guest. He is a contributor of the Fancy Click. He is a click brother. Welcome, my buddy, my friend, my pal, Sham Alshar. How you doing, man?
1: I'm doing well, Michael. I'm doing well. Thank you so much, man. I appreciate it. Love being on, man. Love the click. I'm ready to get this thing
0: rolling, bro. Oh, let's get this rolling, man. But yeah, no, it's um, anything you got to say for, the, for to the people out there, um, you know, I— we we are here for a distraction. We, there's, you know, the country's kind of shutting down in certain parts, uh, scary times, but anything you want to, you want to share with the people?
1: Uh, you know, scary times, man, just stay at home, you know, take care of yourselves, make sure your family's good. You know, that, that that's, that's the most important thing, man, is try to take care of your loved ones at a time like this, you know, uh, it, it is kind of sucky because there are no sports on, you know, for other sport fans, you know, baseball, basketball is kind of suspended right now. But hey, you know NFL Game Pass is uh, is free until May thirty first. So uh, I know me; I've been watching a lot of uh, a lot of you know past games. I remember you know getting super excited for. So it's always fun to kind of watch in condensed fashion. You know, kill some kill some time. So um, of
0: course, of course, and our, our good friend Matt Cummins, he will uh, he'll probably take a personal offense that you did not mention hockey as like, one of the sports. You know what, man? Not on right now.
1: It's because my ducks have not been in it, so that's why I have, uh, I've kind of a. Uh, I haven't I haven't paid attention as as much as I should, but hey, you know what? Hockey playoffs they they are they are pretty special when they come around. So I'm excited for hockey playoffs to come back on too. So
0: yeah, it's, I'm, it's I'm like a Madden fake LA probably. Kings fan. <laughs> yeah, so you apologize to matter. I'm like a fake LA Kings fan. I don't actually follow hockey. Um, uh, Randy, another you have another one of our friends. Hey, hey he's part of the click too. Hey, yeah. um, he he got me into hockey a couple years ago. Uh, it was the year. Before or the beginning of the season before the Kings actually won the Stanley Cup. So I was like, yeah, I'm the good luck charm. So I'm I'm a pseudo I'm a pseudo L.A. Kings fan. Uh, But yeah, man, it's just weird times, weird year. Um, You know, you and I are both huge Kobe Bryant fans, R.I.P. Um, um, And that just kind of started this weird cycle that has been. Uh, or not even a cycle, just kind of weird roller coaster that is 2020 yes. and I, I'm ready to get off this ride, man.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, 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 with you, man. I'm ready to, uh, to, you know, the passing of Kobe, RIP to, to, in my consideration, from my, from my own personal opinion, I think he's the greatest of all time as far as sports athlete, like his mentality, his work ethic, everything about him. Uh, just absolutely loved him. I mean, yeah. there never, never, never is going to be another great sports mind uh in my opinion like Kobe Bryant. So uh definitely RIP to him the uh the, all the all the people on board the uh the helicopter and of course to uh you know my condolences to Vanessa Bryant and, and the Bryant family. So it's 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 really tough. So I uh, Yeah. Yeah, this 2020 hasn't been uh off to a a good start, but you know what baby? Let's 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 get a great finish. How about that?
0: Yeah, yeah. You know what? That That is the perfect mindset to have here. Let's, you know, it, it, it's been a rough start to this year. It's not going to be easy, but you know what? Let's let's set it up so that we can have a successful rest of the year. And then when, this, when we get our country back, when we get everything back to normal, hopefully by summertime, we'll just be, you know, roaring, going at it, and just in time, hopefully, for some football, and more importantly, for some fantasy football. Oh. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> with that said, let's go ahead and dive into the NFC East free agency roundup. We're gonna go through the teams here. We're gonna talk about their free agency ads um and then how that might affect these upcoming, hopefully upcoming 2020 fantasy football season. Uh let's go ahead and we'll do it in alphabetical order here. Dallas Cowboys. Um I okay, Spo- you know, alert, alert, alert. He is a huge Philadelphia Eagles fan. <laughs> I, I'm just putting that out there. Um, my team is not in this division. It is the Las Vegas Raiders, um, so I, I'm gonna be a little bit less biased. Than, <laughs> no, but Heisham's he actually a pretty good sport. He'll 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 be happy to, um, I guess, uh, give praise when when needed, right?
1: I mean, I I don't I, I don't hate the players on the Cowboys. I mean, some some of those players on the Cowboys can help me win a fantasy season, so that's why I don't hate the players. But All right there, hey, you go. An organization, Jerry Jones. I don't
0: think he's a good Well, okay. With Jerry Jones, let's go ahead and talk about his new head coach. Not really a free agency ad, but a a huge part of this team. New head coach, Mike McCarthy, formerly of the Green Bay Packers when the last time we saw him. Um, How do you like this ad? Better than Jason Garrett? Equal? Less? What do you think?
1: Okay, so... Going back, and I, I will have to tie in the coronavirus into this because I believe that the season will be affected because they've already said that OTAs are going to be canceled. Um,
0: Probably, yes.
1: So so more than likely, OTAs are going to be canceled, so that might even go into affecting preseason games um, and, and, and sort of the training camp. So I will say, especially with in a new addition of a new head coach, Mike McCarthy, even though Mike McCarthy I think is a great, he's a good offensive mind coach. Um, I think he's, he's going to be a great fit. I think he's going to work well with Dak. I don't see, I don't see the season shooting off as, as smoothly as some, you know? So, um, I I do like the ad though. I do like the ad for Mike McCarthy. I just don't know about the 2020, 2021 season where the Cowboys are going to really lined up. As a matter of fact, for really the other three, uh, NAC East teams, all new head coaches.
0: Yeah. And that's something that we were, we we're absolutely going to touch, uh, touch, touch about on each team. And you have, you make an excellent point here. The, these players aren't going to really get to, or, or at least of the Cowboys, Giants, uh, Giants, and Redskins, they're not really going to be able to mesh with their new head coaches. All three of them, like you said, have new head coaches and you can't, I mean, you have to learn a new offense, new system, new personality. It's going to be tough, like you said, for them. But um, overall, I think he's a huge improvement over Jason Garrett. I, I, I actually think if I, I, I OTAs will probably be canceled. But if they're there, I think I think that um, if he comes to to training camp um will actually have a very nice year in 2020, and that's a big if. Um, speaking of which, the, the Cowboys really didn't add too much on offense. They, they did tag QB Dak Prescott. They retained wide receiver Amari Cooper. They brought back tight end Blake Jarwin, and they also signed tight end Blake Bell away from Kansas City. And actually, probably the the biggest free agency ad I would say is they brought in Greg the Leg Zerline from the LA Rams, who um, might be one of the best kickers in the NFL, if not the number one kicker. Um, let's go ahead and just kind of go through that list. Do you think Dak Prescott shows up when he's supposed to show up?
1: Uh, that you know what I will say. Oh man, so that that's a tough question because I, I I as an Eagle fan, I actually do like Dak Prescott, and I believe Dak deserves a a good contract. Okay. And um, just going off of, you know, a little bit of a tangent off, you know, the fantasy perspective, I think uh, Cowboy fans should see, you know, Dak getting a, a, a good contract, you know, similar in the, in the terms of what Carson Wentz got as a positive thing and not to take it as a slight against Dak to say that, oh, Carson and Dak are like the exact same or Carson is better than Dak. I think, I think both quarterbacks are great in their own regard. Going off of that, do I think Dak can show up? I think Dak can show up. I think he can produce in fantasy. Um, I just don't know about this first year head coach. How well that's going to mesh? Um, sure. And I will say, I think I, for, for me, the, the, the biggest advantages with Dak are really those hero plays that he makes. Those those plays where sometimes you know what he's got. He's got to make it with his legs. You know? Yeah, he's really good outside the pocket. Exactly. So once he gets out the outside the pocket, he makes those hero plays. He can gain some really big chunks of yards and, and get you some really good points. So yeah, I I do foresee that happening, especially with a lot of the new playbook coming into play. Um. So it's 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 going to be a very interesting fantasy season. I I trust Dak. I would trust Dak this this year in that regard. Um. But to be your you know every day starting quarterback i i probably not i'm probably not i'm probably, probably not. Not. I'm pro- I, I probably wouldn't personally wouldn't lean that way there's too many good quarterbacks out here in a sure. 10 man or 8 man you know 10 man 12 man league there there's a lot of great quarterbacks still available up for grabs that you can go ahead and get you know
0: Absolutely. I do want to point out there that Mike McCarthy worked with another quarterback that was really good at uh, outside the pocket and making hero plays and maybe picking up some chunk yards with his legs and and with his arm. Uh, And he he did pretty, pretty okay for for fantasy. Mm -hmm. Mr. Aaron Rodgers. I'm not comparing Dak to Aaron Rodgers. Please don't get that that mistake. No, no, no. No. But uh, I I actually I think Dak is great for this offense. Um, I'm going to Amari Cooper now. He's making on what about twenty million dollars a year? That's uh, the the second highest paid wide receiver, just barely behind Julio Jones. Is Amari Cooper a top twelve wide receiver in twenty twenty?
1: I would go top twelve. Yes, Amari okay. will be. I, I believe Amari Cooper will be a top twelve wide receiver. I just think his uh, his release on the route running is really good. Um, very reliable receiver as far as when it comes to uh, getting new fantasy points. I mean, there were some major drops he had uh, last season, um, but I think that's because that not really entailed to the coaching staff that the uh, the Cowboys had. Um, I feel with Mike McCarthy, it's going to be a little bit more of a rejuvenation. It'll be a little bit more amped up. I think uh, I think you will see better numbers from Amari Cooper. The one player I will mention that I, I, I wouldn't mind starting on a week to week basis is Michael Gallup.
0: Ooh, yes. yes. The- we'll,
1: we'll we'll get we'll, we'll uh, pump the brakes, pump the brakes,
0: pump the brakes. <laughs> we'll get to Michael Gallup maybe in a future episode. Um I know Amari Cooper and Dak are obviously former you know, they were cowboys, but you know, it's part of the free agency roundup. Uh but I'm with you. I'm with you. I just need okay. you to slow down because you're taking content away from future content <laughs> away from you, man. <laughs> my
1: God, my God. You're fine. You're um, fine. You're fine.
0: That being said, but yeah, I, I love where you're going with Michael Gallup. We will talk about him um, down the line. But um, they, they – so they let Jason Witten go um, – uh, I'll get to him when we do the AFC West yeah. uh <laughs> headache, Don't understand. But anyways, they let Jason Witten go. Uh they they retained Blake Jarwin, who I think could be a sleeper tight end, but they also brought Blake Bell in, who was the backup tight end to Travis Kelsey. He actually caught a touchdown in uh in that in the playoff game against uh Houston, if I'm not mistaken, yeah. uh, with Kansas City. So are they running it? I don't imagine they're running two tight end sets, but is there a preferred Blake tight end here? Is it Blake Jarwin or Blake Bell for you? Oh,
1: I'd go Blake Jarwin all uh, all day. I I, I think yeah. uh I think Jarwin is their tight end one and I think that Dak ha- de- has developed something special with with Jarwin. And um you know going forward I I can see him to uh you know to, to to do something special uh with this cowboy squad and with Mike McCarthy you know so it, it's going to play out to see how Mike McCarthy can incorporate these 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 players into his playbook but i i do like the grab of uh, of, of Blake Jarwin this coming season i would have liked him actually last fantasy season however with the addition of Jason Wynn i know i knew that a lot of plays those dump passes were going to be taken away from him where Blake, I feel, could get you those extra yards, those extra little points. Um, But I I do like Blake Jarwin coming into the fantasy season. I I would go Blake Jarwin over Blake Bell.
0: Yeah, I I agree. I think Jarwin has a lot of sleeper potential, especially with Mr. Jason Witten gone to my Las Vegas Raiders. Um, And I mentioned him earlier, Greg, the leg zero line, he's been one of the best kickers in fantasy football. Um, he, he's had, a, he's missed a couple of games the last few seasons um, due to injuries and whatnot, but he's going to be going from playing outside to playing inside a dome. Do you think Greg Zerline is the number one kicker, top three kicker? Where, where, where do you, I mean, I, we haven't done projections yet. Uh, you know, it's going to be probably a long time before we do projections, maybe June, July, something like that. But where, where do you, where do you envision, uh, you know, Greg Zerline ends up.
1: I would uh, yeah, I would put definitely uh Zerline, I would say he'd be a, a top five kicker at the end of the season. Uh um, yeah. I, I think he's gonna be their best I mean he's the best option. I think this was a huge ad. Very under the radar ad by the Cowboys of uh, of Greg Zerline, you know, uh, being added onto the team because I think he's a solid leg, um, can really c- can kick in, in, in multiple weathers. I think in a dome, um, he's gonna he's gonna very much excel. So yeah. I, I look, uh, I look for Zerline to have a good fantasy season. I I wouldn't put him. I don't. I don't know. It's a new team, so uh, you know, there's a reason why Rams probably released him though, too. You know, sure. Um, so I would say, you know, kind of be cautious on there, but I do, I do, I do kind of see Zerline being a top five kicker at the end of the at the fantasy season. It's just got a strong leg, still, still a premier kicker in the league, um, and a, a very underrated. A- addition by the cowboys in my opinion
0: well absolutely yeah I, i'm one of those guys i like to wait on kicker maybe taking with my last pick if i draft a kicker at all uh maybe i'll i don't draft one and, and add one right before the season actually starts um but yeah greg Zerline definitely piques my interest if he's there in a certain round um i will i will definitely pull the trigger on him uh moving on here the new york giants and again new head coach here joe judge uh, he was a wide receiver coach a special teams coach for the new england patriots the past couple of years uh he's in town now he's he's going to be changing well, i hopefully for the giants changing uh you know the culture in for the giants how do you see joe judge kind of fitting in to the nfc east
1: uh, you know it, it, it it's it's going to be rough i mean i i i just have to be honest it's it's you're coming from the college game to uh, um, you know, to, to the NFL, I you know your first head coaching position. I, I I don't I don't know. I mean, it's he has a, a QB one. I will say that at least he know who he knows who his Daniel Jones. Yeah, yeah, he knows who his QB one is. Um, I can't really speak for the situation in in Washington. Um,
0: <laughs> we'll get there. <laughs> yeah, we'll get
1: there. But you know, it. I feel at least they they have that establishment with who he knows who his QB one is. Um, you know, they have Darius Slayton, uh, really great, you know, surprise whiteout out from last year. Um, yep. Evan Ingram's there. Yeah, Evan Ingram is, I mean, talk about a great tight end. And I mean, you have, uh, potentially a, uh, I, I, I don't know if I, I'd go top, you know, top three pick, but in, in Saquon Barkley, but, you know, um, you have options there, fantasy, fantasy wise, you know, so it, it's, it's, it's gonna be, it's gonna be, a interesting, uh, outcome with what Joe Judge has to work with. Yes,
0: uh, absolutely. He's, he's bringing in that Patriot mindset. Um, it hasn't been doing too well outside of Belichick and the Patriots, you know, obviously Matt Patricia is struggling in Detroit. I actually think Brian Flores will succeed. Um, but it, Belichick disciples don't tend to do well, but he, uh, Joe Judge is interesting. We don't know a lot about him and Belichick apparently, um, Joe judge was one of his favorites. Uh, Moving on to some additions that the giants brought in here. They brought in offensive tackle cam Fleming, which they needed help on the offensive line. Uh, Cam Fleming is from Dallas. So uh, just flipping division rival uh, division teams here. And then uh, they also brought in running back Dion Lewis, uh, formerly of the Tennessee Titans and the new England Patriots uh, to back up Saquon Barkley. Is that interesting to you? do you think Deion Lewis is going to eat up some of uh, Saquon's touches because Joe Judge comes from the Belichick tree and the Belichick tree says don't use a single running back?
1: No, and uh, I, I don't think this is. I mean, coming from this is coming from an Eagles fan where we've been running by, running back by committee for uh, forever. Um, I don't. I don't hate it. I, I, I do feel it. He might be into some of Saquon's maybe third and long. Um, yardage or or third and long plays. Sure. Um because you know he will be that passing down back who, who's I mean he's been reliable for years. Um so I, I do like the addition of Deion Lewis for the team for the for the for the Giants. Um will he diminish Saquon's fantasy value? I I, I highly doubt it. Highly doubt it. Still think yeah. Saquon is still going to be you know the primary oh. back there. But they will be using some design plays for Deion Lewis. Um, especially coming out of the backfield. I think uh Daniel Jones would appreciate a little, you know, a little bit of a dump pass a little screen pass to uh Deion Lewis for, you know, couple couple first down plays. So I- Sure.
0: Every every once in a while. Not not to take away from what Saquon can do out of the backfield, oh, but oh, uh not. I
1: mean Saquon is still a great passing down back. However, uh, you got to give that man a break every so often. You cannot – I know he, he's a bell cow bat, but, I mean, it's it's just – you can't overwork him. You can't, you can't overwork no. uh, Saquon, so you always want to keep him healthy, especially with the injury scares he had last season. Um, Absolutely. So kind of hurt a lot of fantasy owners who uh, who picked up Saquon with the first-round pick.
0: Yeah, yeah. And if nothing else, I think Dion Lewis uh, creates kind of a – you know who his handcuff is. You know who Saquon Barkley's handcuff is now? Uh, as l- Last year, it was kind of a, uh, I don't know, they used Wayne Gallman. Was it Wayne
1: Gallman? Yeah, Wayne Gallman. Yeah, it was Wayne.
0: Yeah. And then it uh, just kind of, I don't know, it was it was just issues back there. Wayne Gallman had one or two good games, and then he got injured. It was just a mess. I think Deion Lewis is a clear handcuff in this situation. Um, bringing back, again, so this is somebody that was on the team. They brought him back. Former first-round uh, pick. Corey Coleman, uh, formerly of the Cleveland Browns, he he is returning. Is Corey Coleman ever going to work in the NFL, man?
1: I know he's had a, you know a lot of locker room issues. He's been kind of a locker room issue guy. Um, sure, but I, I I don't know. Just with the young talent that they have in in New York, um, and then I mean not to mention also Golden Tate still there. Um, I I wouldn't put I I don't know if I would have Corey Coleman as a optional wide out on the on my bench, just to be completely honest yeah. with you. Um there's a lot of talent on that that New York Giants receiving core. Um you know uh Darius Slayton, um Golden Tate um I'm sorry, Sterling Shepard. You know
0: Yeah, he's he's still hanging out you know, there. Yeah. Know, so
1: you still have too many, I think he, he's wide receiver four. Um, to you know the the, the depth in, in the depth chart of uh, the Giants receivers. So I think the, you know they, they have a very underrated receiving core because I still think uh, they're solid. They're not you know they're not a you know a pushover a team when it comes to receiving core. Um, but uh, Cor- Corey Coleman, I will I will uh, I will say uh, you can uh, you can pass on him.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and and I, I really I was about I was about to dip into the to the Giants because I want to talk more about um, uh, you know, Jason Garrett obviously is is their new offensive coordinator. I wanted to jump in and maybe talk a little Evan Ingram, talk a little Darius Slayton, a little a uh, little Golden Tate Sterling Shepard, but I'm not. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep myself from it because we <laughs> one, we don't have the time to talk about them. Yeah. And two, it's just not this episode. It's not this episode. Yeah. Uh but I really I, I think that the Giants could have some um I'm not saying they're going to win a lot of games, but I think they might have some uh, some great fantasy options uh, for teams in 2020. Next team, man. It's your Philadelphia two Super Bowl Go champions.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Eagles.
0: <laughs> that's who it is um of, of notable free agent additions i've got cornerback nickel roby coleman and not so much a free agent add, but a trade added a uh, stud cornerback darius slay from the detroit lions i'm just gonna let i'm just gonna let you go go he's this is you know what i'll i'll i'll, I'll jump in whenever whenever I, I need to but you go ahead
1: eagles defense will be a top three defense this coming of season Oh my gosh! Let me me, me just tell you. Let me just tell you. Okay, I know you're gonna you're gonna fight me on this, and some you know some of you fans out there, you know, Cowboy fans, Giants fans, Washington Redskins fans. Let me just tell you, the defensive line was already solid. Yes. The the first game of the season, we lose Malik Jackson. First game of the season, one of our biggest our biggest free agency acquisitions last year, Malik Jackson. We lose him the very first game. He's coming back. Okay, we have Fletcher Cox. Yep. We have Brandon Graham. Okay, we have Javon Hargraves. Also, another huge addition that uh, you forgot to mention from the Pittsburgh Steelers. Great nose tackle. That's right. Who's going to be coming yes. into our, uh, our, our system? The Eagles' defense front line was already one of the best last season. Okay, secondary was absolutely just absolutely garbage. It was abysmal. I mean, it's just it is what it was. I mean, uh, we had a you know, strong safety in Malcolm Jason Jenkins, who was playing a, a box role, playing maybe a hybrid linebacker role. Um, now we have somebody in Jalen Mills who moved from the cornerback position to the safety position, who is more a little bit more comfortable in that role. We'll, we'll be able to keep up with uh, over-the top kind of throws, so we won't get burnt uh, a lot on those kind of plays. Uh, the addition of Darius Slay. Really, in my opinion, a very underrated corner when it comes to the rankings of cornerbacks in the NFL. I feel like he doesn't get the praise that he should, especially playing under Matt Patricia and the 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 I guess the 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 downfall of what happened between them. For a man like Darius Slay to be, to still play for a coach like that and still perform the way he did was pretty pretty amazing. Uh, yeah, and in and addition-
0: I'm going to I'm going to pop in. I, I want to pop in right there because um, I have this fun little stat about Darius Slay because I'm with you, man. I think Darius Slay super underrated. I wanted my Raiders to make the trade for him. And um, I, they just they felt a third and a fifth round pick were just a little, was a little too expensive. But let me tell you a little bit about Darius Slay. He was in shadow coverage last season in one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine games. In those nine games, he gave up one touchdown. He never gave up over 100 yards receiving ever. The average yards was about 35-40 yards that he was giving up per game. Uh, uh Keenan Allen had six, it was 6 for 81. Uh Stefan Diggs was 5 for 87. Allen Robinson was the only one who scored a touchdown against him and that was uh, he was 4 for 41, four receptions 41 yards. This guy is a great Great cornerback, and I am very excited that you for you that you got him because I think I think he's going to shine. And I, I agree with you there; I think he's going to shine in Philadelphia. But top three defense man, who's who's playing
1: linebacker for you guys? So yeah, okay, I will say, <laughs> I wonder, that sigh. I just was, is, I'm going to so emphasize this. I, I will say that is our on one hole, but uh, I don't know, man. I don't know if you've heard the rumors swelling. Uh, Yannick uh, Ngouakwe, N- Ngouakwe, yeah,
0: Yannick Ngakwe.
1: Hey, those rumors are still out there. I don't know, you know. Praying to God, if we can get him, shoot, you just line up that that line. You don't need any linebackers, man. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> that line, well, oh, he's too like- and anything, man. Oh my gosh. But, but that, to be fair, it is, it is, Yannick it is. Ngakwe is a defensive end, and he still don't have linebackers. No, no. Yes, I know. No, I know. But <laughs>
0: and then, are you giving up two first-round picks for him? That's I, Like, do you do you think the Howie Roseman will actually give the Jags, the Jacksonville Jaguars, two first-round picks? Because that's I've, that's the asking price.
1: I will say I've seen some out there uh, trade uh, <laughs> uh, trade requests. Uh, you know, look, I, I know the Jags aren't going to give up uh, Yannick like like that. Um it's gonna it's gonna require something. I saw something of uh I think it's uh our first round this year, uh our first round next year, and a third round plus Derek Barnett for the Jags first round this year and Yannick and Gunkway. And I, I just I was just like I would pull the trigger on that sort of trade. Uh especially if the Eagles can move up on the in the draft to uh to, to address their their wide receiver core. Um, yeah, the they need to do. Sense. However, I, I don't, I don't know. I don't know if I see the Jags pulling the trigger on that sort of trade. So, um,
0: no, and not on that offer. Not, not, I don't, I don't think they do that.
1: Yeah,
0: I don't think the Jags do that. So, I mean, uh, but you, you, yeah, I mean, there, 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 there are, there are holes. Uh, you know, yes, you guys probably have a top three, maybe even the best defensive line in the league. You guys, it's, it's a monster of a defensive line. Your your secondary much improved. There are some holes on your team. There, you know, linebacker. I'm not really sure who's playing linebacker, but like you said, if you can't get past the front set, the the defensive line, the front four, yeah, you, I guess you don't really need a linebacker. Yeah. Um, but more more important, and and we we are kind of like going outside free agency here. I know this is a free agency roundup, but yeah. um, we we probably won't be uh, talking about the Eagles again until after the draft. But you guys, you guys need a wide receiver. Alshon is not a one anymore. He's not a wide receiver one anymore. And I, do you think Doug Peterson actually sticks with Miles Sanders as a bell a bell cow back?
1: Uh no, I, I don't. I don't foresee Miles Sanders being a bell cow back. Um, I will say Boston Scott will be in play, so I will see Boston Scott as a uh, as an option, uh, in in fantasy. To be completely honest, I know a lot of people might think I'm crazy there, but. I don't think you are. He had a stellar end to the season uh last year and uh, put up some ridiculous numbers that nobody really uh, people underestimated uh, uh that I, I don't I don't think anybody really saw it coming but uh you know he had a three touchdown game against the uh the Giants week 17. I know a lot of teams, you know, a lot of fantasy uh leagues don't you know that week doesn't really matter to them but uh he he can put up the numbers um he is he 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 is an important piece to that Eagles offense. I still like Miles Sanders. Don't get me wrong, uh, as your uh, you know RB one on that team, but uh, look for Boston Scott to definitely eat away uh, Miles Sanders is uh, his workload. So I I still, yeah. I, still could, I still don't know if you I would be uh, you know maybe in a flex position Miles Sanders, but sure I don't know yeah. if, if I put Miles Sanders as your uh, top tier RB one.
0: You know, no, no, I I don't think so. And I think he might be some fool's gold that some some people might try to reach for at the end of the first or sometime in the second round. Um, it, maybe a late maybe a late second, maybe a third round pick for me I, in, yeah. in you know an upcoming I, I drafts.
1: Completely agree with you. I I would not uh, sell the farm on Miles Sanders. Love Miles Sanders. Yes. I mean, I don't want my Eagle fans listening in. I love our team. I love my I love Miles Sanders. But, uh, fantasy wise, I mean, we have to be have to be logical here. Um, yes, I see him as a third round talent. Um maybe even late second round for sure. So
0: Yeah, so, er, late second at the earliest third round. I, honestly, if he falls to the, you know, top of the fourth, I I, I wouldn't be mad there. I think that'd be a great p- spot for him.
1: Oh, uh let's right move in my opinion. <laughs> You know what? I think that's a steal if you get him at the in the fourth.
0: Yeah, probably. Uh, especially the way our our hesham and I are in a a league. Uh, it's our main league, and and we running backs go early and often in that one. So no, it, it would be. I'll be very shocked if Miles Sanders ends up in the fourth round. Uh, it's a 12 team, so yeah. <laughs> running backs are pretty much gone by the fifth round. Um, let's move on to the final team here. Almost done. Um, Washington Redskins. Again, your Eagles, the only team with, a, with an actual head coach, which I think gives them an inside track to, to making the playoffs. But the Washington Redskins, they brought in Riverboat Ron Rivera from the Carolina Panthers. Um, steady head coach. I, I like him a lot. He's probably one of my favorite head coaches in the NFL outside of my own teams. Um, I think he's going to bring stability to that locker room. That being said, one of the first things he did, or I said not first things, but one of the things he has done recently, he traded for one of his former quarterbacks. No, not Cam Newton, who's sitting out there on free agency Um, as, as a recording of this podcast, but he, he traded for Kyle Allen. So... So he, I'm going I've, I've got a couple questions here, Hisham. One is Dwayne Haskins the actual starter of the Redskins, as far as you're concerned. Is Kyle Allen up for the starting job? Are they actually looking at Tua at the second overall pick?
1: I, this is the the, the biggest anomaly in, in the league. I think is is who is going to be the Redskins' starting quarterback. Um, okay, you, you mentioned a few names there, but. I think kind of uh, the elephant in the room, too, is it's Alex Smith. What about Alex Smith?
0: Oh, my mind. Blo- I completely forgot. Alex Smith is on the roster. I, Thank you.
1: And, and, and I just, I'm sorry, but like, who are you going with? I guess you have, you, you have options. You have a ton of yeah. options in Washington. Who are you going with? I, I don't— I'm not sure. That's the thing that, that is kind of—is um, scaring me, especially if you don't have OTAs, a short uh, training camp, uh, you know, preseason. Ron, Ron's ron got a tough job, man. I, that's what I'm telling you. He I, really I, does. He has a very tough job, and, um, you know, the maybe showing a little bit of favoritism because training to get Kyle Allen, I, I don't know. Um, I— <sighs> It's that's going to be a tough one, man. That's going to be a tough one to be to be completely honest. To have faith in a uh, a QB one in Washington because there's just there's so much uncertainty on that team. Um, oh yes. So I, I, you know, good luck to Ron Rivera. He's a great coach. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, well, you, I'll be honest. I mean, they, they 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 got a great head coach. I will. Say. They did. So look for the Redskins okay. down the line to be better, but. Until they figure out this quarterback situation in Washington, I I am at a loss for words as far as to say who is their quarterback.
0: Yeah, I, I, I'll tell you this: I I actually like Dwayne Haskins coming out of college last year a little bit. Um, I didn't think he's going to be a, one of the greats, but I thought he's going to be a good quarterback in the NFL. That being said, watching him perform at the end of last year, he didn't impress me at all. I know I know he kind of got hot a little bit the last couple games. I, it's it's too little too late for me, I guess at that point um i forgot who they were playing but i don't i'm I'm not too certain there was great competition but he if you have more than one starting quarterback on your team you don't have a starting quarterback you've you've heard that that old adage before right yeah
1: yeah, i agree with
0: that he's not the future i i don't believe he is um and I didn't think teams would do it, but then, you know what? The Arizona Cardinals did it last year. They they drafted Josh Rosen in 2018, and they said, you know what? He's not our guy. Let's go get Kyler Murray. Um, and, again, same situation, new head coach. <laughs> Rosen didn't quite fit the offensive scheme. I think that might happen here. And you call me crazy. I like Alex Smith. He, again, not a world beater, but he's a good quarterback. Dwayne Haskins is a good quarterback. Kyle Allen is, is an okay quarterback. Yeah. Um, Tua could be gener- a generational talent. I there are rumors they might pull the trigger on Tua at two, and that would be interesting to me. Um, I, I, Chase Young, I think, is the best player in this draft. But uh, and talk about scary defenses. I think the Redskins would be kind of a sleeper I'm defense. Um
1: still over there, dominating, yeah, man. Not gonna lie, Montero, yeah. it's still scary. Uh, yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. Yeah, personal preference. I mean. If I was a Redskins fan, if I was a Redskin, you know, in that in that organization, you have to go chase Young. I'm sorry, I feel Chase yeah. It's just that that he is a like I mean he's best player in this draft. I think he's a generational yep. talent. Uh, he is, and I mean, you just you saw what he did at Ohio State. I mean, I, it's it's hard because I'm I'm not gonna lie. I'm with you. I think Tua. Tua could be great. I mean, the injury, uh, the injuries, and his health could be a concern down the line. But as far as that defense goes, man, that you know the Redskins' defense last year, you know, not that good. Montez put no. those there. I mean, yeah, I you could, you could
0: talk about a the scary defensive line.
1: <laughs> you know, you could pull for a for a nice, you know, nice quarterback in second round. I mean, I, I don't know if I'm if I'm. A Redskin fan. I'm, I'm going. I'm going Chase Young all day, and I wouldn't want my team to think otherwise.
0: Yeah, fair. I, I would take Chase Young too. I just I think the two the two rumors are interesting. Um. So last, you know, Washington's pass catchers. You know, they've got Terry McLaurin who is great. I think he's going to be, he's going to have a great sophomore season as long as he doesn't have that sophomore slump. Uh, They brought, you know, they're keeping Kelvin Harmon. They, they uh, brought over Cody Latimer, not, not, not great names behind scary Terry. So you, you would think that maybe they would go out and try to get a wide receiver in free agency. No, no, they didn't No, they, they, instead they went and got running backs because no, Adrian Peterson is not enough. Darius Geis on top of Adrian Peterson is not enough. Their draft pick from last year, Bryce Love, <laughs> who could be great, is not enough.
1: You're a big homer for Bryce Love.
0: Oh, I love Bryce Love. No, they went out and they signed Peyton Barber from Tampa Bay and J- JD McKissick, <clears throat> excuse me, from Detroit. So we've got one, two, three, four, five, six running backs. Josh Ferguson's there as well. <laughs> six running backs on this team. Who? <laughs> Why? Why? Why, He Shamp? Why did they do this?
1: I you know what this is like the Eagles last year <laughs> and uh <laughs> you'll you'll start to see all the injuries pile up and uh we'll see if they they're as uh, unlucky as we were last year uh with all the injuries back, piled up I think we had uh close to six about about six running backs on our roster at the at the start of training camp
0: Sounds about right I think I remember messaging you messaging you yeah. about that and
1: and uh, <coughs> making some jokes Yeah so I mean uh you know, it's it's there. It's it's going to be hard to have a, a real solid RB one. I do still like Geis. uh, if he can stay healthy. I I think he can put up the numbers for you fantasy wise. I think he's a solid running back. Um, it's it's just going to be uh, can he stay healthy, man?
0: Sure. I'm for so so you have no hope for Peyton Barber or J D McKissick?
1: <laughs> I mean. <laughs> <laughs> When when and if you know, <laughs> when ice goes down, hey, yeah, you know, why not start paying barber, sure, yeah, I'd why not barber, get give him a kissing, but uh that should be. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Peyton Barber. I, uh, J.D. McKissick is a good bad, uh, backfield pass catcher. Uh, Peyton Barber is more of a thumper. Um, and then last but not least here for the Redskins, they brought in tight end Logan Thomas. No, that doesn't bring any inspiration. It does not inspire me or make me want to draft a Washington tight end, but they did lose Jordan Reed to free agency and they, uh, Vernon Davis finally retired um, after his storied career. <clears throat> so- They need a tight end there. I don't think Logan Thomas is the answer. I don't think Jeremy Sprinkle is the answer either. So, uh, yeah, Washington's going to have a a tough year. I I, I see. I I don't. I don't think it's going to be an easy one for them. And they might be also
1: did sign uh, Richard Rogers, but I think he's going to come in mainly as a uh, special teamer, uh, tight end. Yeah,
0: more of a blocking tight end. Yeah,
1: tight end. So, uh, yeah, no, um, I'm I'm with you, uh, uh, but. I'm still full speed on Terry McLaurin still. Yeah, absolutely. I don't think uh, he's a uh, man. What did they They hit on him? Big time though, man, on this draft.
0: I know. I know they, and I, I, I keep, I keep pointing this out. I was the highest, I was the highest uh, ranked. I had him highest ranked out of any fantasy uh, expert on Fantasy pros. I was the highest one on him. I was still I had my 43 <laughs> I had a wide receiver 43, but I was the highest one on Terry McLaurin um last year uh during the off season. So um no he they 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 found a, a great a great piece in Terry McLaurin. Um scary Terry's going to he's going to scare some people. Uh he's going to scare some defenses and uh the battles between him and your Darius Slay um they're, they're going to be good, man. Oh, they're
1: going to be good. That, I, well, I'm I'm looking more forward towards uh you know, Amari Cooper and Darius Slay. So they've, they've had their battles and, uh, Slay, Slay has shut him down a couple of times. So I, I'm, I'm excited for this season, man. I just, I can't wait for football to come around. Can't, you know, get yes. over this glum and, and get ready back into the action, get back to some normalcy, you know? Oh, for sure,
0: man. Um, I, I have to ask here, um, it's April. It's way too early. Um, but who, who's your division winner here? I think I already know.
1: And I, again, so, I like I said, my, I'm trying to put my bias aside and not really not show up for my team. But I would have to put my money on the Philadelphia Eagles because of the established coaching staff. Uh, sure. The answers and holes as far as the defense goes. Um, I still would have to wait until the draft because this is such a heavy draft, wide receiver wise. Um, to what they can do as far as getting Carson Wentz some actual receivers um, and you know some, some young guns to mesh with him. Um, but my early on favorites to win the division, I would have to go Philadelphia Eagles. And again, I'm like I said, I'm not trying to be biased here. I, oh, you're fine. No, no, no. I see the Cowboys as a huge threat uh, in the mm-hmm. NFC East. I do not discount them in any sort of way. Um, losing Travis Frederick was a huge loss. All right. Huge. God bless him. Honestly, so much. I have a tremendous amount of respect for Travis Frederick as a, one of the best centers, uh, that I've ever seen play personally. He, he, fantastic talent, really sad to see him go just completely honest and, uh, unbiased there, Uh, but the, the Cowboys are still a, uh, a scary team. And um, I, I will. I, I still have to edge out the Eagles, though, just because it is an established coaching staff. It's not a new one. Um, yes, they may have gotten rid of you know Jason Garrett, but
0: uh, <laughs> <laughs> he, he's over in New York now.
1: Um, no, he, been, I
0: want more confidence from you. Say it, You know what? Damn it, the Eagles are going to win. Eagles are winning the NFC East. I, I want to hear that. I want to hear the passion from you. <laughs> Give it to me.
1: The Eagles are nope. going to fucking dominate. Oh! Maybe. Oh, with a menopom.
0: All I right. To I, love start, it. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. Again, I'm a, I'm a Raiders fan. I'm a Las Vegas Raiders fan. I have no bias here. I have no preference in these teams. I'm with you, man. I think the Eagles, as of right now, with the likelihood uh, that OTAs are getting canceled, 100%, the Eagles are probably the... They have the inside track to win the division Um, with Doug Peterson there. He's the longest tenured coach in that division. But, and here's the but, it's a big hairy but, Mm -hmm. if there are OTAs, Dallas and and Dak shows up. So two ifs, if there are OTAs, if Dak, who is currently tagged and has not signed to the extension, shows up on time under the tag or with his new extension to training camp, I think the Cowboys might give you a run for the money. They might,
1: but absolutely. I I agree with you. I, I, two
0: big ifs, two big ifs. So right now, uh, in April, mid April, when, uh, we're releasing these podcasts, um, I am saying the Eagles, obviously that could change, but I'm I'm with you, man.
1: I I will say the draft will play into consideration too, on what happens draft night, man, because um, there are some, I think as far as wide receiver goes, like I said, there is some amazing talent out there and the Eagles are primed to make something happen the cowboys are primed to make something happen. So, um I, I, I like I said, I, I wouldn't be surprised if 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 one of the teams in the NFC move, um, East moves up and um snags out uh you know a, a generational talent like a Jerry Judy or a, a C.D. Lamb, but I mean it's 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 um those, those
0: well the, Ra- the Raiders are getting one of them. So, let's uh let's let's hold your hold your horses there. <laughs>
1: I don't know I think they might trade down to go get to get, get a, another tight end or a linebacker
0: <laughs> oh, uh, we'll get to them later. Yeah, so so frustrating. All right, that's
1: it for this. That's it for the
0: NFC East edition. Heesham, thank you so much for coming on, man. Um, guys out there, the Click members, uh, the, I don't even know what our fans are called yet. Uh, the Click, the Click. You guys are a Click. Uh, you're a posse. Um, Heesham, he's a contributor. He's gonna be a contributor on the Click. He's gonna be on as often as he can, uh, to help us get you know get to that fantasy championship that we're all uh, we're all trying to win. Uh, but do me a favor. Go ahead and follow him on Twitter. He's at Hesham Fifteen, give him. A, you know, he's got a profile picture. You know, it's him. It's a fantasy trophy from a couple of years ago. um It's a
1: little old. So, um, I believe uh, <laughs> two years old, Michael. I would open your ass to get that trophy. So don't you dare.
0: <laughs> uh, so he's. He, <laughs> that's fair. Hey, you won the trophy two years ago. It's fine. Yeah. Two seasons ago. Um, <laughs> oh damn it! Oh, <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Uh, give him a follow. At hesham Al Fifteen. Uh, give the click. Give us a follow on Twitter as well. Um, we don't have their website up and running yet. That'll probably be closer to summer, um, and I'll, I'll give more information about that as time goes on. But we are at Fantasy Click. That's Fantasy F A N T A S Y Click. I don't know why I spell, spell Fantasy. You know how to spell Fantasy Click K L I Q. Follow us at Fantasy Click. Um, We'll be there answering questions. Don't don't afraid to message us. Give me a follow, too. Why not? I'm at Michael Voyu. It's and Victor OYU. But that's it, guys. Um, We'll be back, I think, tomorrow, maybe the day after. But we'll be going over probably uh, the AFC North based on the schedule I have planned out. But um, that's it. That's it for now. So for Hisham Alshar, Hisham, by the way, stay on the line after, after I'm not here. But yeah, for Hisham Alshar, I am Michael Voyu. Thank you for coming to The Click. We'll see you next time.